Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right, welcome to episode 28. Can't believe we're already here again. This is exciting. Um, As you know, I like to talk about stress, resilience, recovery, building our bounce back ability into our life and our system. And why is that? You know, one of the reasons is because I've experienced quite a lot of stress in my life and it did not come in the way that I thought it would. So a lot of times when I talk to people about stress, they end up thinking, oh, I don't have enough stress to be worrisome or, oh, you know, I deal with my stress okay and just fine. Um, And the people who are aware of it, they know that they have it. So if you are aware, good, good, good. If you're not aware, uh, here are some important things to remember. Number one, all of us experience stress to some level. We all have the capacity to recover from stress. Or as I like to say, we all have the capacity to become resilient to stress And if we recover well, if we learn how to do this on a regular basis, we can truly thrive in our life because stress actually is, our bodies are actually created to bounce back from stress on a regular basis. Just think about a bodybuilder or an endurance athlete or any athlete for that matter. They are always applying a little bit of stress and a little bit of recovery, and they are building strength. And in that, their bodies are thriving, if they're doing it right, of course. (laughs) Um, But it's important to realize that there are a lot of different types of stress. We have anything that disrupts the homeostasis or our status quo is a stressor in life. And they affect us all differently. So one person might experience poor sleep. And while sleep is probably the pinnacle of stress, it might affect someone a little bit differently. You know, when I have poor sleep, I am trash and absolutely a mess. Um, But I know people who have, you know, kind of existed on poor sleep for years. And yes, it manifests in other ways in their life, but they're able to relatively function. (laughs) Um, But realizing that we all have stress and we all have the capacity to become resilient to it. And what why I like to say that is because if we all we think of it as recovering from stress, then we won't learn how to thrive in the midst of it. So you're actually designed to put a little bit of stress on and then recover from it. And that recovery period actually creates greater capacity and greater strength. So if you, let's say you read a book, And it it actually applies a little bit of stress to your mind and your brain. Then you take a break, you walk away from it, and you allow that information to assimilate. So it would be like mental stress, right? Information overload. You can have too many decisions, solving too many different problems, or having too much to think about. 
But if you do it in small waves, your capacity to think bigger, to expand, to be able to do it on a greater scale is actually increased. So this is really important. There, You do want a little bit of it on a regular basis, especially in areas that you want to grow in. As I mentioned, the athletes, athletes understand this really well. And athletes really understand that it's not just about physical stress. It's not just about running a little bit further and recovering well. If I don't mentally recover, my running is going to suffer. If I don't emotionally recover or socially recover or environmentally have a healthy environment, my running will suffer. And so we are all we are interconnected in our life and it's important to really realize that. So a couple of other you know stressors to be aware of is we've mentioned physical and under physical that means poor sleep, illnesses, injuries, dehydration, having hunger, over-exercising. Those are some physical stressors that we have going on in our life. We mentioned mental stressors, having too much information, too many decisions, trying to solve too many difficult problems, you know, looking at things and really not taking that break. Emotional stressors, having too many painful emotions going on at once without having a place for them to go. Okay, we're all going to have all these things, but we can have places for them to go. You know, maybe it's been very stressful socially, conflict with friends and family, conflict with work, coworkers, or maybe the opposite, loneliness, separation, discrimination. Maybe it's a different kind of social stress. And there's also the existential or spiritual stress of just hopelessness or crisis of faith or identity, having that, um, that is a stressor that happens. Environmental, what's going on around us. Uh, We can have different temperature changes. We can have lots of noise happening. Um, Our sense of safety or even a sense of calm or peace in our environment, such as, you know, is there a lot of clutter around our, the house or is it kept clean and neat and tidy and clears the space in the in the mind and the brain, right? So um, we're kind of looking at some of these six areas, six pillars of our health and our stress on realizing that these stressors are all deeply interconnected. And when we don't have space to respond in a healthy way, we either will be depleted and we will run out and run towards burnout, or we can respond by building resilience tools into our tool belt so that we can recover regularly. Or perhaps some of these areas need to actually be adjusted and changed and transformed. All right, so there's two different ways to deal with stress. One is to recover properly and one is to actually change the the stressor. So if it's a relationship, do you need to change that relationship or do you need to, you know, build some tools into your tool belt on healthy communication and how to deal with it on your own, forgiveness and things like that. 
these are important. Um, you know, sometimes when I have running clients come and they're getting injured regularly and losing sleep, we look at pulling their, their training back a little bit, adjusting their lifestyle a little bit, and then rebuilding it back in and building back up from a healthier place. And we do this a lot. If someone is really experiencing a lot of health issues, we look at are, where are the stressors happening? Because here's the thing, you are actually designed to heal regularly. You hear me say it all the time. If you cut your finger, your body will shoot everything in it to come and bring all the white blood cells and all of the little army tools in your body and rebuild that broken cell structure on your finger, right? So it's going to do that actually in every area of your life. And so if you're noticing your body is not recovering, then it is connected to some area that has too much stress in it. And it's creating a leak like a hole in a bucket. And it's causing that area to deplete and go go deeper. And so this is why I'm so passionate about helping bring in tools and resilience tools to really help recognize how to become more resilient, how to deal with these things, because it affects the health of your body, it affects the thoughts in your mind, it affects your capacity to thrive in your life, to have the energy you need. And every area of your body and your life is connected to that. So I want to give a couple of helpful tools today that um, we're always giving a few tools, but today these are some great tools that you can use at any time to help build resilience and reduce the stress levels in your system. So we're talking about in your mind, in your body, in your emotions, in your nervous system, how to bring that space to from the sympathetic the stress, fight, flight, or freeze system, and bring it over into the relaxation response, the rest and digest, the parasympathetic nervous system. So here are three fun techniques. Uh, The first one, we call it the raisin technique, and you can use it really with any, anything, but we're going to use it with a raisin today. Um, And the first thing that you want to do when you notice that things are running a little bit too quickly, too fast for your system to recover. Um, I know back in the day when I had laptop and there were too many programs running in it at the same time and it was overloading the system, the fan would turn on and it would create this really loud sound for all those who remember Uh, Some laptops still do that today. Um, They've gotten much better at it than they used to, but it was a sign that said, there are too many things running, I'm getting too tired and getting overloaded, and I need a break. And so what would you do? You would shut everything off and give it a break. Your body, your brain, your mind, your nervous system needs the same thing. So first thing you want to do is stop. Take a deep breath all the way into your belly. Hold it and release very slowly. And here's where the raisin comes in. Grab a raisin in your hand 
And as you're taking deep breaths, pausing and releasing very slowly, you really want to make sure that, number one, your breath goes all the way into your diaphragm because the air at the bottom of your lungs, there are little spindles that help trigger and turn on your parasympathetic nervous system. You also want to make sure that you breathe out slower than you breathe in. So if you breathe in four to six seconds, make sure you're breathing out at least six seconds or more. Okay, so slow that breath down because that's going to help oxygenate all the cells in your body and your mind. And then holding that raisin in your hand, focus your attention on the details of it. What's the color? What shape is it? What size is it? Notice all the little ridges and details. What does it feel like in your hand? And you can do this with any object. So not many of you may have raisins on hand, so you can grab a pen nearby. You can grab something, inanimate object that you have nearby. And the goal of this is to really bring your mind and your body into the present moment. So maybe you grab a pen instead and you focus on it. How does it feel? Run your hand along it. What's the weight of it? What are the colors of it? Take another slow, deep breath all the way into your diaphragm. Hold it for a second and slowly release it. Tune back in to the object and do that for about five minutes. Do it for 10 if you have 10. But you can do this all throughout the day. And what it does is it helps center your body. It helps shift you into the relaxation response. It helps focus your mind on something else. It helps give you clarity of thought. It helps oxygenate your entire body and being, brings you into the present. And it allows you to kind of shift into something very non-emotional. So stress in any form kind of hijacks our emotions. And so you want to really bring that into focusing on something right there with you, right in front of you. Notice the colors, notice the feel, the weight, the texture, and take several deep breaths, slow and deep breaths. Okay. This is a powerful tool. Um, it can, so we call it the raisin technique, but you can really use, again, any object that you want to. Very powerful. Do this all throughout the day. During one season when I had a, I was really healing my body from extreme fatigue and burnout, but I was needing to be able to work all day. This actually helped me increase notice how I would get really focused on work, but then I would actually get really tired. And I, I didn't really notice how connected they were until I started doing this probably once an hour. I would just set a little alarm and I would close my eyes, take some deep breaths, notice something nearby, shift my focus and attention from the work I was working on and taking the deep breaths, shifting my focus to something still and pause would actually increase my energy levels because it would shift me out of this kind of higher running background of the sympathetic nervous system of just breathing real shallow, working real hard, very intense mental focus, very intense uh, physical nervous system focus into just 
responding and receiving. And the more that you can shift into your parasympathetic nervous system, the more your body has the capacity to heal and recover. So as you bring that in all throughout the day, you're constantly recovering, which means you're constantly building resilience, which means you're constantly building strength. And over time, I went from being able to work an hour a day to being able to work eight hours again per day. And that was, you know, out of extreme uh, burnout and health issues. Okay, so very, very powerful. Um, So the next part, this connects with that, what we just did, but this is purely focusing on your breath. So notice and watch your breath. And how do we do that? Well, the the way that I like to do it and the way that I learned in my functional breathing training was really focusing on the air coming in and out of your nostrils. And what you can do is just close your eyes and notice the air coming in your nose. Follow the air. Use So again, you're taking your mind off of things that you're worried about, looking at, thinking about using your mind and focusing it on intentionally controlling your body. So when we're not controlling our body, a lot of times we're just breathing very shallow. We're breathing in the top of our lungs, very short breaths, and our body's not is getting just enough oxygen to survive, but not enough to thrive. And so you use your mind, taking it off of the things you're thinking of, focus on breathing, bringing in the air so slowly up through your nostrils, in all the way through the passageway, all the way into your diaphragm, and expanding your belly. And then hold it for a second, and then notice how it kind of how you can slow the breath down. And here is a really powerful trick that is actually very healing for your body is that if you can slow that breath down to where you can hardly even feel the little hairs in your nose get moved. So when you breathe quickly, you can feel that cold air coming in, right? And if you slow it down, it you want it to get so slow that you can hardly even feel it coming through and to where you can hardly feel it t- tickling the little hairs in your nose. And it should be cool on the way in. And as you breathe it out, you want to do the same thing. And it should be nice and warm as you breathe it out through your nose. And what that's actually doing is it's turning the oxygen and and flooding the oxygen throughout every cell in your body. It's opening up carbon dioxide and allowing that to um, heal the different cells in your body. It's helping nitric oxide flood through your body and bring healing as well. So it's, it's doing a lot of different things that is really healing for your body, your nervous system, your mind. And it is helping slow you down and focus your attention. So a lot of times people are like, oh, I'm just sitting here breathing. But this is now, this actually takes intentionality to do this. So again, focusing on slowing your nostrils, slowing the breath through your nose, all the way to the bottom and all the way in. Okay. And then number three, this is um, taking it one step further is doing a body scan. So it's time to look at what's happening in your body. And as you're breathing in, notice different areas of your body. I like to suggest starting either from head to toe 
or from toe to head. (laughs) And what I mean by that is just focus your attention on, let's just start with your head, your forehead, your cheeks, your, your mouth, your eyes, and see if you can breathe into that area and relax it. Focus on your neck and shoulders. Notice any tension, breathe into it and relax it. Bring it into your chest area, notice any tension, breathe into that area and relax it. Breathe into your arms and your legs, your hands, you get the gist, right? Going into area by area and breathing into that area and just releasing any stress and tension you're carrying, okay? Go all the way through and the more descriptive you can be, the more sensations you notice, like, oh, I'm really carrying a lot of tight tension in my shoulders, the more you can release it and just notice yourself releasing it. Doing this one now, this can really relax you, but it also energizes you because holding all that tension causes you to carry a lot of fatigue. And so it can also highlight what are you carrying in your body? Sometimes, oh, I'm noticing I'm carrying all that stress of the workday in my shoulders. Let me release it and let it go. And as you're breathing it out, see that stress be released. And it's so powerful. I recommend doing that one at least twice a day in the morning and then sometime in the afternoon, evening. It's going to boost your energy levels, even though it's very calming and very still. The releasing of all of the muscles and tension, bringing air intentionally into those areas by focusing on it can actually really help energize that space and because you're not holding on to that tension anymore. So very, very powerful. It's a great thing to do at the end of your, uh, is it at the end of a busy day. So if you have a work day or if you have just a lot going on, take a small moment You can do this in five minutes and really shift every area in your body. And again, resilience comes by adding stress and then properly recovering. And these are some powerful ways to really recover and make sure that your body can build resilience, build strength, and bounce back quicker than ever before. So I look forward to hearing from you on how these actually worked for you. Did you get to experience the strength that comes from doing these things? So go ahead and practice these three. Again, as review, the raisin technique is holding an object in your hand. The breathing, noticing your breath coming in and out of your nostrils and slowing it down. And then doing a body scan and releasing all the different tension areas in your body and breathing in new life and switching from the sympathetic into the parasympathetic in your nervous system on a regular basis is going to cause you to really be resilient and thrive. Okay, hope you enjoy. Until next time. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.